0: My name is Jesse Moore and welcome to Icon Leadership Podcast. We are here to make good leaders, great leaders. Today on the show, we have Justin Harden with us. Justin uh, is the manager of one of the major restaurants here in Waco, Texas. Uh, Justin, uh, tell me a little, tell us a little something about your, uh,
1: what do you do? Um, So I'm the general manager at Hat Creek Burger Company, Um, kind of a family oriented burger place. Uh, We do sell some beer, kind of cater to the kids and family type of atmosphere. Okay. Uh, how long have you been a manager over there? Uh, going on about two and a half, maybe three years. Okay.
0: And you say you're a general manager? Correct. Yeah. Tell me uh, about some of the things that you, uh, you're responsible for.
1: Um, so a lot of my responsibilities revolve more so around the business side of things. Um, just making sure like, you know, labor percentage, uh, food costs, things like that add up, make sure we're making a profit, uh, make sure that we're retaining customers and finding new ways to get customers in the door. Um, and then also, you know, re- teaching my guys to run daily operations so that that can kind of take some of that stuff off my plate so I can put a little bit more focus into the other areas. Oh,
0: okay. Well, it sounds great. What are the qualities that, uh, a, a manager in the restaurant industry, uh, what, what, do, what do you guys know? What kind of qualities do you need
1: to have? Um, definitely need patience, uh, patience and poise. Um, definitely leadership is a very good quality to have. Um, especially in the restaurant business, I feel, just because you're dealing with a lot of younger people. So you have to kind of find that balance to, um, you know, teach and mentor them uh, versus, you know, working with a bunch of adults. Right. uh, Which might be a little bit easier to get along with, so – it uh, takes you a long way in
0: there. Yeah, some, I beg differ on that one there, but <laughs> so sometimes uh, you know, uh, you know, managing uh, uh, adults is just like managing uh, you know high schoolers and stuff like right. that. Sometimes, just right. sometimes, A's, you know,
1: A's doesn't always make a difference. Uh, yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely.
0: So, tell me, uh, how do you manage? Uh, you know this the, this generation that's coming up. How do you manage that generation?
1: Um, that's a pretty good question. Um. It's it's different for for everybody. I mean, everybody's an individual, so you kind of just have to get to know them a little bit, and just kind of go from there, and kind of see, um, you know, where you can connect with them on, you know, certain planes where you might not be able to connect with other people at, um, and just kind of try to grow that bond there to where you know they want to work for
0: you. Right, right. So tell me, so, uh, so in this generation, you know, you have uh, red hair, you have blue hair, you know, they have to come in all tat tattooed up they have the earrings and the nose you know and and so forth you know in the tongue and you know tell me uh tell me about that tell me how do you get
1: around that um so for the most part um just being very direct being very direct whenever you do the interview um you know, for me personally, it's not a personal preference. If it was if it was my restaurant, you know, those are things I wouldn't have a problem with. And I mm-hmm. make that very clear. But I also make it very clear that, you know, that that is what the company's asking for. Right. Um, so I found that just being very direct up front, you, you'd be surprised at the response you get. A lot of people give you a lot of positive feedback. And, you know, right. that's really kind of how you kind of helps you sift through. Um, the quality people from the not so quality people, because if somebody's willing to you know change their hair on the spot, change their hair color or whatever like that, and they're very forthcoming and willing to do it, that kind of shows you you know sure that they're willing to work. So
0: All right, tell me, th- does your policy require for them to have a certain kind of hair color, or does uh, it really matter?
1: It it does to a degree. I mean, it's stated as natural colors. So okay. they ask that they be natural colors. Now you get into different variations on that. So Right.
0: Right. So, you know, you have somebody come in, Hey, you know, my hair is naturally blue. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> uh, we have them.
1: Uh, and, and then, you know, it's, it's something, especially if they're good workers and I go to my boss and I tell them like, Hey, you know, this person does a fantastic job, you know, maybe we can make a slight exception. And, um, Right. Go ahead and, uh, you know, flip it up in the hat or, you know, something like that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I get that.
0: So tell me this, though. uh, So tell me about your management style.
1: My management style is uh, I'm very stern, but I'm very fair. Um, I make it very enjoyable when things are going well. Right. um, And I don't make it so comfortable when things aren't going well. Because I want them to feel like they're making that decision for themselves, you know? Right. Right. and also, like I said, you know, I, I, I very much believe that, you know, creating that bond with the people that work for you is very important. Right. So like a lot of the younger guys, I work with them on, you know, even life stuff, just building credit. Yeah. Know, things like sure. that. Just yeah. Just to try to give them tools to help them through life. And then, you know, in return, you get a very positive response, very positive feedback.
0: Right, right. So what what makes a, a good manager?
1: Um Again, it's just, you know, you got to be patient. Uh, You got to be a people person. Uh, You got to be strong willed You got to be able to um, balance things very well, multitask very well. Sure. Um, You got to be cerebral. You Mm got to be able. You got to be adaptable. Right. Um, Especially in the restaurant industry. I mean. Right. Things never go as planned.
0: (laughs) No, absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Back in the day, I used to be a manager myself of a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Those uh, were some crazy days. Tell me about a crazy day for
1: you, though. Crazy Day, Uh, uh, my favorite one to tell is we did a promotional offer. uh, I think it was two years ago now because they only did it once. They never did it again. (laughs) Not not in that capacity. Uh, But we did uh, Teachers Eat Free. Wow. There was no strings attached. No limit, no strings attached, no nothing. And, I mean, we had teachers coming from... Hillsboro. And oh like man. Temple Clean because they couldn't get into the temple store. It was so busy. So, I mean, it was just crazy. It oh, was crazy. Wow.
0: And so how long did that last all it day? Was all day. Oh like, man. Like, I mean, from
1: the time we opened to the time we ended up having to stop taking call and orders and everything. Cause we had spiral notebooks just full of
0: orders. Oh <laughs> man. Wow. <Yeah. laughs>
1: so tell me, so, so did y'all lose, I'm sure you lost money, but what... I'm, t- I'm sure we did. If I had to guess like on the financial. Side of it, I, I would, I would imagine they're probably recouping it back, maybe like on a, you know, tax. Okay,
0: okay, I got yeah. it, I got it, I got it. Wow. So, did you have any employees walk out on you that day, or actually, no, that's, no?
1: and that's what I was saying. You know, just building that relationship, even when you do have those hard shifts, right. um, you know, people will stick it out for family. Right. So absolutely. If you make them feel like family, oh, man. I mean, they're going to stick there. And yeah. honestly, some of the most fun shifts we have right. are the worst shifts. Oh, yeah. Because once yeah. it just gets so bad, all you can do is laugh I mean, and just and just try to enjoy it and get through it together. So,
0: yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, man. Because one <laughs> of my, my co-workers, man, that's, we uh, after a while, we just start having patience after patience after patience and then we just look at each other like, and looking at the screen, we like we just have to laugh, hey, hey. but you can't cry. No. You know, you can cry, but hey, the patients still going to be there. Right, so, but right. if you laugh it off, you know, then you know it makes everything just a little bit better. You know, absolutely right. Tell me, describe a situation when you are like really under pressure at work. You got to meet, you know, I guess productivity. You got to, you know, start sending home, sending people home. Or uh, tell me about that those pressure
1: days at work. Um. Right now, I mean, things are actually, they go pretty well. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're, we're, you know, constantly a top five store. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, we hit our metrics. um, So there's not a lot of pressure in that area. If I had to like maybe reach for like a more recent one, like when COVID first started. Right. um, You know, that was really stressful. Right. Because when it first started, nobody knew what to do. So, I mean, you had places that were closing dining rooms. You had places that were closing completely. Right. Right. so you used to be able to give, you know, 25 people a week, a job, a paycheck. Right. And now you can't afford to. So. Right. Just kind of balancing and navigating that situation, um, you know, because you feel responsible. You feel right. responsible for them. So, I mean, right. you kind of have to sit down with everybody and, you know, kind of gauge things and, you know, see where to go from there, explain to them the situation. You know? Right. Right. So, uh, man, so the pandemic hit
0: everyone, you know, pretty hard, you know. So when you talk about, you know, managing you know, through the pandemic. So how was it, man? So you got these young kids, you know, uh, you you have to wear a mask and but tell yeah. me about that, how that was working for you.
1: Um, that was a that was a challenge in and of itself. Yeah. Um mainly because I mean it it's it's really difficult to get a bunch of kids to wear a mask, especially when it's in a kitchen that's, you know Right. A hundred right. degrees. Right. Yeah. You know, ex- right. Especially during the summertime. I mean it's sticking to your face. Right. Um, you know especially kids nowadays, I feel like maybe authority isn't as popular as it was, you know, right. when we were kids. You know? Right, so, right. Um, but again, that just goes back to that respect thing. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of the guys, uh, especially the younger ones, I'll pull them to the side and I was like, you know, I have conversations c- pretty consistently, like mm-hmm. when I feel like they're getting too out of line and just say, hey, you know, man to man. Right. Like you know, yeah. And make them feel like, you know, you're talking to them right as a respectable man, not just a boss talking to an employee. Right. And and they they tend to respond pretty well because then they feel personally obligated not to let you down.
0: Right, right. Oh wow, man. That's this is good this is good stuff. This is a very good interview, man. I sure appreciate it. So tell me, so so tell me about your your your
1: pathway, your path to being a GM at that particular restaurant. At that particular place. Um, so it's kind of funny because um, you know, I had, had, you know, some situations going on sure. beforehand and yeah. I had uh, found myself in a pretty rough spot. So I was kind of starting from nothing. Right. Um, my, my comfort zone, my go-to was to get into warehouse work, manufacturing, yeah. um, you know, doing that for so long, it, you get tired, your sure. body starts wearing out. Right. So, you know, right. I, I decided I'm gonna take a little bit of a pay cut and right. You know, see about maybe making, finding something a little more comfortable. So I go in there and I interview and, I start to ask more about the store and, you know, how many locations do y'all have, you know, things like that. And at the time they only had 12 or 13, but they're expanding. Right. So immediately I'm like, I see an opening. I'm right, like, man, that could be me. That could, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. you know, there's, there's a future right there. So right. Um, I, I even told him in my interview, Hey, just, Hey, hire me on as a cook. Let me show you what I can do. Right. Right. And uh, that's all I needed. I just need the opportunity. Right. And I, and I can, I can give you everything else and right. you know within about i'd say 3 to 4 months um i went from a part-time cook to an assistant manager right um, probably 3 or 4 months after that they i got moved up to assistant general manager right um and then right around i'd say probably about a year after that right I took the general manager spot and oh yeah you know it kind of it's been it's been really good i mean we've we've been ranked number 1 right. for a, right. a large part of that year oh, so oh wow
0: Yeah, man. So that's good, man. Y'all have some really good food over there. I've been there. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, so, uh,
0: so have you had any conflicts with your, you know, with colleagues at work, you know, besides, um, I guess what I upper management and stuff like that, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything like that, but just tell me, you're evidently, you're still there, so evidently you guys smoothed it out or, you know, just some of the things that come with the job. Tell me about that. Um, like as far as my bosses go?
1: Yeah, your boss or um, somebody below you or, you
0: know, another manager.
1: Um, as far as my bosses go, I actually, uh, I actually really like working for them. That's why I stay. Um, right. And and I feel like that kind of translates over when when right. I'm dealing with my employees because I know right. how much that means to me. Right. So I want to be able to provide that to them. Right. Uh, as far as like some of the other managers go, I mean it's it's you know you, you bump heads from time to time, but right. nothing major, major. Right. Um. You know you got to keep that. You got to keep that wall between right. y'all. You know, right. as, as cool as I as cool as I am with them, and you know as caring as I am with them. Right. Um. I still don't make them feel comfortable enough to really just, you know, completely buck what I'm trying to ask them to do. Right, or, you know? right, right, right. So, um, and again, I feel like, you know, that's not a, a situation that comes up too often just sure. because of the mutual respect factor. Sure, sure, sure.
0: You don't do anything. You don't ask them to do anything that you wouldn't do. Right, right. Yeah.
1: And and that's the thing, too, is, uh, you know, some of the guys that are managers, they, they were there through the whole process mm-hmm. uh, or most of the process of me coming up. So, I right. mean, they're aware that just like you said, you know, and I tell them that all the time. Look, y'all know I'm not asking y'all to do nothing that I haven't done myself. Right. (laughs) Right.
0: And so, and it's, it's it's very important to, uh, for them to see you doing hands-on work, you know. You're right. not too good to go and clean the bathrooms or something like that. Right, right, you're right. not too good to, you know, go in there and cook the burgers, pick trash up in the parking lot. That's, right. just, that's what got you to be the GM. Exactly. And that's what's going to keep you being the GM. Exactly. <laughs> right. And uh, tell me about how, how do you motivate your staff, you know.
1: Um, motivation is, uh, is actually pretty easy where I work. Um, right. they're, very, they're very frivolous when it comes to raises. Right. Um, it's not really a time frame. It's all performance based. Oh wow. Um, and they and, and I say that and they truly mean that. And that's another reason I love working there too, is just because it's like, hey, as hard as you can work, right, that's how much money you can make. And I'm not talking about because of the hours you're putting sure. in. I mean, they will scale your pay to what you're putting out. Right. Um, so that that alone keeps them right pretty Keep motivated. Cause I mean, for for what they make, um, you know, working for us, you right. know, they would have to go work in, you know, a much harsher conditions to make that kind of pay. Right, right. um, And not only that, but again, like I said, just enjoying coming to to work for the person that you work for. Right. uh, It makes a huge difference. I mean, because even when somebody doesn't feel good or something like that, they're going to feel like, man, I don't want to let him down. I don't want to let him
0: down. Right, right. So, so you you talk about, so you like, let's talk about this, uh, this barbershop type of atmosphere, mm-hmm. uh, atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, because then you go to the barbershop, man, I don't care. You go every week, but when you walk in, everybody seemed like family, right?
1: What's up y'all? You know, that kind right. of stuff. And, and that's a pretty good analogy for, uh, you know, how the, how the restaurant goes, right. I feel, um, right. as far as like, you know, we're all pretty similar in age. I mean, there might be a, a gap between us and some of the younger ones, but I mean, there's nobody, you know, that's, uh, you know, extremely out of the field of age you know right, <laughs> so I mean, right, we're all right. similar enough to have um, similarities mm, amongst well, each other i guess right
0: right right so tell me man so you're dealing with you know the the the, the population the public Right, you know, the, dealing with the public, man, is is not good a lot of times. You know, people come in. You, I, I always say, you in the morning, in the morning time, you have your happy people. You know, just happy to be alive. You know, the evening people say, look, man, I'm just I'm just waking up, so give me a chance. <laughs> you know, and so in the evening, those people there are just like they are mean. You know, yeah. to me, they they are just mean. Those people that work from eleven to seven. Yeah, they you know, get,
1: they didn't got beat up at work all day, be- and now they're on their right. way home.
0: Right, so. either that or they're on their way home, or they rather. Work work 11 to seven because of the simple fact that, Hey, they have less people to mess with to talk right. to. That's very so true. you got your, you got your, your, uh, I guess you say you got your, your white area, and then you start getting your gray and then you just get that dark area right yeah. there, that black area. And so the, when you start dealing with the black, the black area right there, man, right. that that's an 11 o'clock shift right there. You have a lot of problems then. So tell me about, you know, so when you're dealing with these, you know, with the public, man, tell me, how do you, wh- how do you deal with that? And tell me about a time when you know you had an upset customer that you have to really deal with, but you have to be a manager also, in because everybody's everybody's looking
1: at you, how do you deal with that? Um, I, I feel like I feel like for me that comes pretty easy. I'm I'm yeah. a, I'm I'm a, I'm a people person, right? And I feel like I'm I'm very calming. So like you know. Um, I just approach it with patience. I mean, we have a uh, an acronym that we that we go by, right? right? It's called GLAST. It's greet, listen, ask, serve, and think. Um, so you, you greet the person and you and you genuinely hear them out. Wait, hold know.
0: on one sec. Tell me that one more time
1: and very slow. The acronym. It's uh, it's called GLAST. It's G L A S T. Right. It's uh, greet, listen, ask, solve, and thank the customer um, anytime they have a complaint. Wow. So, I mean, and that's something that I preach to, uh, the other managers as well. Um, or some of the cashiers, I don't necessarily like cashiers handling complaints, but just in case. Right. right. Um, but that's what I train off of when it comes to customer complaints. Gotcha. And, uh, and and you gotta have a level of, of sincerity to it when you do it. Right. Oh, wow, man. That's, that's something else. So, uh, Man,
0: have you ever had anything uh, a situation come up where you did not know how to solve the problem? You know, what did you do? Or you pretty much know how to solve?
1: I, I've pretty much seen it all. <laughs> like I I feel like I feel like um before I was kind of flying solo as a general manager. Um uh, I saw a lot of crazy stuff as an assistant general manager. So I kind of had that person above me there to kind of pick their brain. Right. Um, if there was ever something I didn't know how to do. And now that, and now that responsibility is kind of transferred over to me. So I'm, I'm the, I'm the fountain of knowledge now. So now right. everybody calls me and texts me when they have a situation, they don't know how to handle. Right. Right. So generally, man. So uh, how does your day begin? Um, It, it typically depends on the specific day, um, but you know, starting off the week, Um, typically it starts off around 5am, uh, get up there, go count everything in the store. Um, you know, make sure all the bills are paid, make sure all the people are paid, um, make sure all of our, you know, finances are in order. Uh, and then we kind of proceed from there. We start setting projections for the week, kind of estimating, you know, what do we think we're going to do in sales? You know, what did we do the last few weeks? Let's average it out. Let's see from there. Um, then we can kind of establish a baseline for how many hours we're going to need for those sales um that way we can make sure we're you know hitting a financial goal as far as labor goes. Right. Um generally I like to keep, you know, of my weekly sales. I try to keep about 28% to 26% labor cost. Okay. And then about 30 to 32% on food cost. Right. Um and then you're you're taking home a pretty good chunk of those sales. So Okay. Um, that's typically, that's typically the, uh, like my r- regular day. That's and then you, it just variates from day to day. I mean, right. you know, depending on what's comes up.
0: Right. 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 So, 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 so rewarding your staff now, the majority of the people that do not work in restaurants, what we do is we reward our staff with food, right? Food, and, you know, and, uh, money, you know, uh, or right. little cards, or uh, you know, Starbucks cards or something like that. Right. But in the restaurant industry where tricky. you have all that food right there, <laughs> you know, the kids are, you know, eating a little French fry here, French fry there, right, right. <laughs> Be like, man, you're well, you going to give me a free burger, man, I can get
1: one of those. And you know, right. Right. You know, so how do you do that? Um, you know, it, it, when it comes to like, maybe like an anniversary or something, you know, we do have policies in place where, you know, we get cakes and do the whole little party deal. Right. Um, but when it comes to, you know, certain people that I might have worked with a little bit longer, it, it gets a little bit more personal. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I tend to go by, like, uh, like uh, my old assistant, Jim. You know, I went and bought him a necklace that I knew he really liked. Right, right. Um, you know, and then, you know, even times I gave him, like, you know, some shoes for his kid or on right. his birthday. Right, or, right, know. right, right. So, it, it's to me, it's not really to motivate them. It's right. just a, a appreciation for them. Right. And that appreciation is what motivates them.
0: Right, okay. I got you, I got you. So, what, what motivates you? though
1: to be a leader um I think it's just kind of a natural thing I don't I don't really uh consciously set out to be a leader I just I guess I feel naturally responsible for for the people around me I mean especially if you're gonna spend you know 40 hours of your week with me right you know missing time with your kids and you know things like that right you know it's important that it's it's worth it you know right right right
0: so you know man this with this day and age man you have uh, people dealing with you know all kind of problems and stuff like that man how do you your staff come in they like you said you got a relationship with them right. you know man they come in and hey boss man you, i got to talk to you
1: can you help me how do you how do you how do you deal with that um uh I deal with it pretty well, man. Um, I, I have a lot of the younger guys. Um, some of them might be in some, you know, some trouble in their life and things like that. Right. And it really makes me feel good that, you know, on a Sunday night or a Saturday night at two o'clock in the morning that they don't mind texting me. Right. Or mind calling me and right. asking like, hey, you know, I think I'm fixing to make a bad decision. Like, Right. Yeah. What's your opinion on this? Like, you know right, what I mean? Right. So right. It, it makes me feel good. Right. I, um, I don't really know, man. It, it just, it feels right. right. It right. feels right. I don't even want to say good. It feels right. Right. Good sounds selfish. <laughs> right, right. No, no,
0: I get it, man. You know what? That's, 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 that's what leadership is all about, man. When you're leading a whole bunch of people, man, no matter who, who they are, how old they are, they're right. people right. They have problems just like the rest of us do. And they, and, and being a leader, man, you have to, you know, form a, form a bond with, you know, with your, with your staff. You have to you know, treat everyone like you know that they are uh, a part of the team, right. uh, and, and 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 form a relationship with them. That's one of the things you have to do: form a relationship with them, man. Because if you don't have a relationship with them, you can't connect with them. Right. You have to know what makes them tick. You have to know, you know, about their families and stuff like that. You say you bought some shoes or something like that one time for the kid. You right. know that kind of stuff. You know that means a lot. You know, uh, you know, with me, you know, when I go on vacation, if I'm going somewhere. Man, I'll bring them back a keychain, you know. Right. And they, they love that. They just waiting to see what 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 you have. <laughs> and, you know, it's so forth. So and I forgot, man, that I had went on a cruise not too long ago and I was trying to get everybody, to think of everybody's first name so I can get them a keychain. And I forgot one because they didn't have a P. And then I forgot about it. I said, I'll just pick it up somewhere else. And I forgot about it. So I'm at work, and I'm giving everybody the keychains out, man, and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot about Philandria. I'll I'll say her name. She's a good, sweet girl. I don't think you were going to find that keychain. No, no, (laughs) no, man. uh, I couldn't find it. And so just the other day, my wife and I were in uh, Bath and Body Works. Uh, No, I think we were in uh, Kirkland's, and I saw a pee on a cup, and I was like, baby, I got to get it. And I went ahead, and I got it for her, you know, and I brought it to to work, and she was just as happy. She said, I needed a new cup. Up. but that's, you know, dealing with a, a relation, having relationship with your, with your staff. And I think everybody, you know, needs to have that. So tell me about what is the most important characteristic of a leader? Hmm. You know, we always think about, you know, respect, you know, in- integrity, you know, and tell me, man, what do you, which one do you think? I, I, what, what do you think about that?
1: I would say probably uh, integrity. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like that can be applied to all areas that we've spoken about. Right. Because um, okay, you might be doing all the things we talked about. Like you might you might be uh, taking care of your people in front of in front of the cameras in front of the guests. Right. Right. Or you might be. Uh, you doing all the right things, you know, in front of everybody. But are you are you really doing those things? Are you doing those things when you're not on camera? Are right. you doing oh, those wow. things, you know. Golly, that's tough right When there. you're not on the clock. Because, right. you know, especially as a, as a general manager, you, you, wow. don't, you don't get the clock out and go home. Like, right. Your no. job's not over <laughs> when you clock out at the end of the day. You no, know I mean? absolutely not, man. So, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, are you doing, are you keeping that same level of work, that same integrity, that, that same quality of as a person, you know, right. at all times?
0: If Justin could do anything differently, what would
1: it be? Nothing nothing um I feel like um my biggest thing is this, right um mistakes uh, to me throughout my life, I look at mistakes that I've made or situations I put myself in, even though there's been some bad ones right um, we all have been there right those are those are tools. Yeah. Right. You know, so those are experiences you have to go through. Wow. You, you have to go through in order in order to earn that tool. Wow. And once you earn it, you have it in your tool belt. Yeah. Um. And, you know, I feel like that's why people who have gone through a lot of hard times tend to be um, a little bit on the, you know, on the on the higher end of the spectrum when it comes to character. Right. Uh, they have a lot more tools in their tool belt. They've right. been through a lot more situations to acquire those tools. So.
0: Right. Wow. That's good stuff, man. Tell me about your role model. Who's your role model? My mama. I know you was gonna <laughs> say that. I knew it. I knew you was gonna say my mama. My, yeah. Mama, my mama. Yeah. yeah. She's a sweet lady. Yeah. I, I, I definitely
1: attribute. Yeah. A, a I mean, all my all my all my good characteristics. Right. Is really, right. really from that lady. She's a very strong lady. Right. So good,
0: man. Good. It's nothing like mama. Nothing. Don't cry on <laughs> me, boy. Don't <laughs> cry on me.
1: <laughs> but <laughs>
0: tell me, what's the best piece of advice you know for someone that's pursuing the role of a
1: leadership of, of a leader, being a leader? Um just to commit to it. I mean, yeah. if you're going to do it, uh, do it and enjoy it. Right. Um, because if you have one foot in one foot out, you're not going to enjoy work. You're not going to enjoy home. It's just going to be miserable at both of them. So, right. I mean, you really right. have to commit You They really have to, you know, be genuine to it. Right. I got it, man.
0: I sure appreciate you being here on the show today. Absolutely. And, uh, thank you. You all for listening to the icon leadership show today. Uh, we just want to just say, we just really enjoyed Justin. Coming in and then you know pouring out his heart about leadership. You can find the show anywhere you get your podcast. You can find us at roguemedia network.com or you can email us at iconleadership at gmail.com or our website which is iconleadership.org.